Hameen Media Group. Big Ray Hernandez. The Vet, Jamie Williams. This is your Next Level Wrestling Review. And we are NXT. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, ladies and gentlemen. I am your pundit of the people, the man with the plan, Big Ray, here to say to talk some lucha libre today. And this is your next level wrestling review. We'll be reviewing NXT. We will be reviewing NXT Battleground. We will be reviewing other things. Yes. And to, to help me review these things, ladies and gentlemen, you know, one thing this gentleman hates fucking kendo sticks, but he twice wrestled in a steel cage made of kendo sticks. So it was a kendo sticks cage type things. Fucking weird. It's like a remember like the, the whole Indian uh cage match with great Kali. I forgot what it was called. But anyway, this guy won it twice. And it came with a bamboo style title belt. It's amazing. Two time champion. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the vet. He's a Rip Rogers guy. It's true. The vet. That, that, that. Rip, rip, rip Rogers guy. Yes, boy! Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Rip Rogers guy. It is the one. It is the only. It is the angry. A little frustrated. One hell of a cook. We're going to talk about that. We need some more lettuce. We need some more onions. We need some more meat. Did anybody watch those plates? It's all I heard over the weekend. It's just running through my... Anyway, it is the vet. Jamie Williams, the vet. Oh, yes, Punjabi pr- 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 prison match, Babo. What's going on, buddy? Oh, no. How could you forget the Punjabi prison match? Yes, I forgot the name of it. What's going on, man? I mean, first and foremost, I got... I, hold on. I'm just going to turn the music off real quick. My mind is fucking blown. For, for those who weren't part of this epic moment in, in gaming history, the vet invited a multitude of our listeners on with him to play some game where they're chopping onions and creating these hamburgers. It's like burger time, but on crack. And nobody sounded like I thought they would sound like I thought Elizabeth would be like, hi. She's like, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm like, oh, shit. She sounds like she's from fucking South Jersey. Well, technically, she's from fucking uh, Philly. Anyway, and then, and who was, uh, hey, how you doing over there? Oh, hey, oh, who's that? 
Uh, that's probably Media M5, I think, is what who you were hearing there. fuck? And then, was it J-Hall? J-Hall was there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Jerome with an N. Bro! J-Hall sounded like he would fucking go steal my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> J-Hall was fucking hilarious, bro. He's like, what up, man? What the fuck, man? He shut the fuck up the whole... He was, like, in the background. And then... You had, like, a Eeyore. Who's Eeyore? Oh, boy. Somebody pass me some some onions, please. <laughs> Somebody. I, I believe that was probably Buckshot Kid. Right oh, there. my... How fucking delightful was that, bro? It's pretty good. That was fun. Jerome says, how dare you? It's true. Jerome, you know the deal. I'd steal your wallet. Fuck, I'm Puerto Rican, nigga. Fuck, I, gotta, I, I carry knives. <laughs> I literally carry knives with me to work. So when are we doing that again? Because I'm, 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 I want to join you this weekend. Gray wants to play? I do want to play. And I'm, maybe Aiden could, could you know, because he has the Switch in my, in my mother's house. So. Hmm. So I figured. Do you know when you when you guys are streaming? I leave for work around. There's no three. plan. There's no plans set in concrete, but we'll just have to. Uh, <clears throat> we'll just have to, you know, set a date sometime. Well, now I, I want to know how everybody sounds. Like I, I, I need to know this. Speaking this, of everybody, look at this guy. Oh, we know this, how he sounds. This guy's never here, but he's here now. Anyway, well, speaking speaking of speaking of everybody, yeah, speaking of speaking of everybody, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're gonna acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home? Acknowledge me. I really didn't expect. Like Media M5 blew me away. Hey, what you doing over there? Fuck over here and over there with that over here. Like what? Who is this? What does lab rat sound like? Just like squeaks and squeals. <laughs> yeah, squeaks. Squeak. Speaking of lab rat, ladies and gentlemen, first in the chat, lab rat. What are they testing on lab rat? The video game. Yeah, he's, what was the he's game a play tester. Again? Uh, the game is called uh, Overcooked, and mm. it's you know this particular edition is called Overcooked All You Can Eat. Which takes all the content of the first two games and puts them in one easy to find package with crossplay. So that means if you have any system that has overcooked on it, you can play. So Liz had a Switch, Jerome was on PC. Oh, uh, Buckshot Kid and Media were uh, like Media has a PS4, Buckshot has a PS5, I have a PS5, and we're all playing because we have that version of the game. But it only works with that version of the game. So. So you have to so so Aiden has a Switch and a PS5, so he can find an either or. Yeah, either one, but it does have to be the correct edition. But anyway. Okay, that's cool, man. Anyway. Talk about that later. Yeah, the windiest of all, Chris. Chris Winland. He is he's in the chat. And the, the largest ass in all of HMG, ladies and gentlemen, is Frank's pickle barrel ass. Mm-hmm. He is in the mm-hmm. chat. 
And then we got the lovely Elizabeth, who again I thought she was like, hey, hey, hey. and she's like, no, I'm gonna fucking cut you, motherfuckers. I'm like, what? She's like, mother fluffer. I'm like what? Mother fluffer. True. True. I love Elizabeth. She's one of my favorite people. Where's my fucking cookies, dude? Seriously. God damn it. My wife is asking me. Ray, when's your friend sending those cookies? The other ones were so delicious. She seems like she has such a good heart and kind soul. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, honey. Maybe she just hates me now. The Mighty Babo. Morning, folks. Sexiest beard. Probably an HMG. It's up there. Who else we got here? We have, with a record of 162 and 32, is the dancing one, the handsome Dan Heffern. Heffern. <laughs> I popped myself. We have the biggest of all Nicks. I mean, there's some big Nicks out there, Vet. But this Nick, he's, how did you guys cover both NXT and... Okay. Did you guys watch it like a separate? These the wrestling for life. They have to. They they must be watching on separate screens, right? Is that what they do? I got to right, like multiple windows. God damn it! I can see like each one of their wives is standing outside their door with one of those rolling pins. Stop watching wrestling. Pleasure me. There's no way they have time for wives. Oh, they have time for wives. It's crazy. Oh. Just saying. Now I need to know what Kevin Murray sounds like. I guess I see him like having like a like a these are a British accent, yeah. Oh, Kevin Murray. No, I don't know. I don't what do you know. think? It's it's hard to tell, right? Kevin, what do you sound just, like? Just from a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Type in the chat how you sound. How do you sound, Kevin? Yeah, right. I want to know how everybody sounds. And of course, Jerome is in the ass. Jerome, do you have an updated picture? Can you change this one? Because this one looks like you're like you're like 11 in this picture. Need to know. Now I know what Jerome sounds like. He sounds wonderful. All right, what else we got? We have uh, oh, one of my. Oh God! What happened? We have it? my. He Ray did it. He did it. God damn it! I know what that means, guys? Take this shit down. Man, so sexy. We, have, we can't put his fucking comments up. Scott Woodford. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the dark side caster. He casts dark sides. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Morning, fam. The whole side. It's the whole side. Good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we have, with a record of 162 and 45. It is Al Hens of Stone Robinson. I don't know. It sounds you... like uh, Robinson and Heffern have been taking some L's lately, huh? <laughs> did, did the commission reject the overturns, or or did they just straight up lose like forty matches each? It changes, bro. It changes here, you know. Okay. They have to go back. Well, I know it's hard to keep. They were keeping records by hand, so like. You could see how they would like change constantly uh, if someone sneaks in with an eraser and like rubs off the parchment paper. Sure. Did, 
by the way, this is the joke of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Tidally, let us talk about NXT. <laughs> like, he is the comment king. That's great. Let us get it. Get it, guys. Yes. Fucking get we it. We were talking. We were talking about overcooked, and he he threw in the lettuce. Lettuce. We got medium M- medium five over here. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. You? I, bro, I was feeling his voice in the cockles of my soul. Mm-hmm. Like, why does he not have a, a podcast where he just talks about regular shit? He's going to have to go down to the station and talk to some people and get Tony D out, huh? Hey, the other day, you know, I was getting a ham sandwich. I just I want to hear him talk about the ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the fucking mayo. The mayo was a little yellow. It's weird. It's supposed to be white. I've been sitting out in the sun. I ain't doing. I think that's. Did I miss anybody? Yes. <sighs> scrolling, 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 scrolling. Who did I miss? I didn't miss anybody. Let me see. Ah! Oh! Finally, my nemesis, my nemesis has returned. The artist. I love when the artist comes on and just yells at me on the A show. It's the best. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it just all caps or? Yeah. Say, ah, oh, Ray, you fucking Republican. <laughs> I fucking love the artist. It's one of my favorite people. All the way from Israel. It is Aaron Benchley. Hey, Aaron, Aaron, have you ever floated in that salty water where you can't sink? Like, does it matter, like, how deep you go? Like, is, is it, like, can you never sink in that fucking salty ass water? I would love to know. And apparently you can't get in your eyes. You get in your eyes is like getting a shot of vodka thrown in your fucking eye socket. I think I think that might be everybody, right? Yep, that's everybody. No, what about uh, Mike Martin? You didn't say Mike. Where Martin. Where do you see Mike Martin? I didn't see Mike. I Martin. see Mike Martin all over the place. I don't see Mike Martin. Well, Mike Martin's here. You better. Oh, there it is. Oh, the big thing that says Mike Martin. Yes, of course. That that guy. Yeah, I hey, see. Hey, Mike. I need to talk to you. I need to know how you went from that fat fuck to this sexy, sexy, uh, sexy beast in that picture. Oh, and a certain brother, brother of a raw superstar. Don't forget Billy Ray Valentine. Well, you put him up a long time ago. He was from, so. yeah, for the most infinite of fringes. And we have uh, the brother of former WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. Jinder! in the mall. All right, so that's everybody, I think, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, unless you have somebody on Twitch, because I can't see those, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody, but what we, what we do have right now is the three count! This is the three count with today's biggest stories in pro wrestling, world news, pop culture, sports, and more. And now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> All right. All right, we're here and we're queer and we will not disappear. Really quickly, a couple of news bites. Uh, former WWE Universal Champion Braun Strowman is out with an injury. Uh, we knew that. Just he's gone, right? He's gonna get cut, right? He's useless. Uh, you know, 
you look at a guy like that and you think, hmm. And yeah, then right. you, you know, they just do not care at all. Like they're not even making any effort whatsoever to try to, you know, wring one ounce of profit from him. So it's basically just a big money sink for them. And I don't know why they don't just quit playing. Seven feet. He's like seven feet tall. He's fucking ripped. He's got the big. Oh. He always gets a pop when, when his music hits. The fans seem to like him. Seems to be a decent man. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, they, you know, in, in all seriousness, they really just seem to struggle with the idea of giant men like that. Yeah. Because they don't ever want those guys to be the guy. Well, they can't. Because who can beat them? They have to make exactly. Them or, or, but, are, and, and are they? You know, are you going to have Braun Strowman going on your tonight shows and? you know just like they don't i guess they that's not the image they want to project so talking like arnold schwarzenegger yeah so you know would you almost to you know to to go on the good morning america and yeah mike martin thinks i'm joking here i'm I'm serious mike i need you to reach out to me because i want to know how you did that i'm fucking dead serious all right all right conduct your business off the air okay i'm serious i'm that serious so anyway, anyway yeah, get back Strowman's out. Nine days from tonight. All right, so Braun Strowman's hurt. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this one thing, and, I, and this has nothing to do with news and sh- shit. And we're not going to talk much, uh, if any, uh, about uh, double or nothing. What was it? Double or nothing? Is that this week? That was. That paper. was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> one of the like five or six pay per views that were on this <laughs> week. And it's your fault that you watch so much wrestling. Oh, I know. You didn't have to watch the Japanese shit. <laughs> That was the best one. Oh. I have a problem with Jade Cargill losing the title when she did. You don't say. I did. I don't know anybody that didn't. What what sane person would say, oh, this is cool. I'm fine with this. But why didn't they just wait another? Like, wasn't it 30 days before they wrestle in in England? In front of like 70,000 people. Wouldn't it have been a better time for her to lose the belt? Yeah, to somebody that hasn't been on the roster and been marginalized and been hurt and already lost to Jade Cargill before and all this other shit, like this was not the move, dude. And why did they, why did they make such a big deal? Like when I, I when I heard I, I I heard a lot of people thought it was somebody else, like Sasha Banks. Or, I mean, not Sasha Banks, you just heard, but a bigger name, and it was her. What was his name? Was the girl's name? That maybe it, maybe it could. Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander if, right. It could have been. It could have been Sasha if maybe she didn't break her ankle the previous week. You right. know, like perhaps that could have been the plan. But even that, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't have done it that way. Where she already had a match, and then you're supposed to come out as a baby face, and yeah. and then you you take advantage of the heel that already wrestled a competitive match, like. This is what is this a money in the bank cash in? Why would anybody allow this? Why would you have a title ch- a championship match and then fucking be like, oh, let me just throw out another open challenge? Exactly. It, None it, of it. It was terrible. It didn't make sense from any aspect. Yeah, I agree with you, Nick. Wasted moment because of hot shot booking. I like I like I. It makes me feel like they something else was supposed to be planned, and they didn't have a way to end the. Sh- that was the the main event, right? No. Well, no. What was the main event? It doesn't matter. 
it, it doesn't matter what the main event was. Let's let's just go ahead and say that this was the worst thing, one of the worst things they've done. Not just because, because AEW does makes bad decisions all the time. It's just one of the things that they do. But they also sometimes have good ideas, like having somebody go on a run, you know, because that builds interest at least. So it's what's frustrating about it is that they took one of their good ideas and just completely ruined it, yeah. you know. Uh, and what is up with this? With the I didn't watch any much of any of this uh, pay per view because I was focusing on NXT that night. Mm-hmm. But my God, well, like I saw, there was a super kick with fireworks, like an explosion. What is? How does that work? And like, I'm, uh, I'm not even that, joking. Was that in the? Was that in the anarchy in the arena match? I didn't. I barely. I don't know. It's a fucking Nick Jackson or the other Jackson fucking hit the guy with a super kick and his shoe exploded. I wasn't watching. That I'm shit. offended. I'm offended because I was. I was in New York during 9/11. <laughs> You almost pulled that off. <laughs> so, you know, some uh, some nice news here. Mickey James, the wonderful, delightful, beautiful, talented, incredible WWE Hall of Fame fucking worthy. The woman she, that crossed the room just to shake my hand. God damn it. The woman that didn't know me from a fucking hole in the wall made me look feel like I was a best friend. And a smile. Oh, my God. That just lights up the room. She will be honored by the Cauliflower Alley Club. And that's a big deal. Uh, a lot of pro wrestlers uh, feel that that's like kind of like the above the WWE fake fucking Hall of Fame. Any the cauliflower, this is like your peers, you know, like mm-hmm. honoring you and showing you love. So. After a strong start, it says here, uh, this is uh, Russell Stink. It says, uh, after a strong start, 2023, Mickey James has spent much of the last. All right. All right. So it says here, earlier today, the Cauliflower Alley Club. Did I say that right? The Cauliflower Alley Club, excuse me, announced that James will be honored with the 2023 Women's Wrestling Award. James is the 23rd woman to be honored, uh, joining likes of Jazz, another great wrestler, Molly Holly, great wrestler, Awesome Kong, great wrestler, Chili to Melissa. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Um, Beth Phoenix, great. KL Kim, great. Jacqueline, more and and, and more. <laughs> so, um, God bless her, man. She's just so fucking awesome and so uh, unappreciated. I feel that. Uh, Mickey James. Yeah, underappreciated. I think, I think she gets the right amount of appreciation now. You think so? Um, well, I mean, you could always, you know, you could always give a little more appreciation if you want. But um, I think I think people are, I, I don't think, I think the only people that disrespect Mickey James are the WWE. I don't, I don't think anybody else disrespects her, you know? Okay. Uh, Mandy Rose apparently was, uh, her feelings were hurt last night oh. during the oh. uh, episode of NXT. I guess we'll get into that later on, but apparently... Uh, she said that um, she was kind of hurt that she she tweeted, "Wow, you know, I've all I've got to say because uh, they cut her out of everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they do this. They need to bring her back. And I know you say that. We, oh, we're going to talk about Tiffany Stratton. Remind me. <laughs> I don't know how you <laughs> can forget. Oof. Um, hmm." 
We're going to talk about a lot of things. A lot of things. And so stay things, tuned, everybody. And, and, and if fact, you're at work right now and you got to go to work, you might want to just call out and sit in your car and listen. I listened to you mm, mm, with uh, with Brandon on the impact attack. See, that we're going to argue. I don't think we're going to argue as much as you think we are. I don't know how much we're going to argue. <laughs> because I'm not going to argue. I'm not in an arguing mood. So I'm just saying. Apparently, I peed on this on on the uh, the rim of the toilet, and I forgot to clean it up. So as soon as I got home after, so you're argued out basically. Is what a long doing. shift last night. I smile. I got home. I actually took an Uber because I was so tired. And the first thing I hear is, you know, you peed on the seat a little bit <laughs> before I even put my book bag down. Well, we didn't have to know that, Ray. We could have all just thought that you were the man of the house and in control and in charge. And no, there's no control here, my friend. We didn't. We didn't have to. You can. You control your narrative here. Unlike Braun Strowman, who. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, yeah. Liz keeps saying, Ray, what about the babies? With a bunch of question marks. Do people have some? Some people are having babies. Who's having? I'm not know. having no baby. Not you. Uh, what's her who's, name? Who the Brazilian having- girl. And Brazilian girl, J-Lo? Yeah. Wait. Wait, she's Puerto Rican. Yeah. I don't know. What, who's having a baby? You know, the um, Ty Mello. Is she? Oh! When they did that stupid thing where they announced it on, on air or whatever, and I don't Who fucking cares? I don't care. <laughs> he did his entrance. <laughs> Not on the air. He was in the middle of his entrance oh, for his that title what it match. Was? Yeah, he can't. He was, he was, this is during his... Oh, well, no. Oh, and there's another Alexa Bliss supposedly pregnant. I Good guess. For them. Well, that answers where she's been. Hmm. Frank Spiegelberg, cheat. Yes, she does have a big butt, and I cannot lie. Um, so I'm not nasty. I just, you know, you're rushing. You, you run out the house after. You. Anyway, who cares? All right, let's just jump into uh, NXT Battleground. Uh, yeah, let's that's part of the three right count. In. So. I'm gonna break it down match by match here. Um and we'll you, kick bro? it we'll kick it off with uh the very first match of the night. That was Wesley versus uh Tyler Bate versus Joe Gacy. And uh this match my... Oh shit, here we go. Well, you know what you can say whatever you want, because I only have one thing to say. Um right at the beginning of the match. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this where they're doing the overacting with the you know, like, are you? I thought you were my friends. They're still doing that kind of thing after the match already started. Right. And I'm and Joe Gacy, like, hey guys, you know, whatever. Like, right. I, I, I just like already corny, and I hit fast forward. No, so, you didn't. Go ahead. Ah, it's a this, shame. This, 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 this two X isn't just isn't just referring to how many hammies that I've won. Right. It's also like my preferred method of watching bullshit. Interesting. So go ahead. Well, I mean, it was it was what it was. It was a cruiserweight match with a fat guy in it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, okay, it was fine. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, Lab Rat's comment. 
<laughs> After the baby's born, will Sammy choose a better looking kid? That is. Uh, just switch I, it, switch him out at the hospital. Like, can I just pin it here? Is there any yeah. way I could just keep this comment up all day? That's funny. Good. That's yeah. Amazing. That's pretty. That's pretty funny. Maybe because sometimes uh, I don't know. Baby said. I assume she was about to say, "Don't look attractive." Kevin, you think Joe gave yeah. his new ring gear? That is his new ring gear. He used to wrestle fully clothed, and I like that better. Yeah, way better. He should he should adopt the. Uh, Some people the, think if they copy the Randy Orton gear style, they're going to become main eventers. Let me tell you something. There's a reason why Randy Orton's a main event. It's not because he wears briefs. It's Sergio says it seems like NXT is a combination of 205 Live and NXT UK. It's not even that good. Always has been. Well, there was that nice brief period in the 2014 to 2016 when it was all the 40 year old guys from TNA. But so so far we got off to you know the typical NXT night. You know, uh, just a whole bunch of a lot of shit. That went on during this match. We got Tiger Drivers and fucking backflips and all this other crazy shit. Rock bottoms. But at the end, Wesley wins again. And hold A record-setting win, Ray. Oh, Can you shit. believe it? He is now the most defense and North American champion in NXT history. Wasn't the, the, the weird kid toucher? Wasn't he like the longest reigning title champion? The guy that the purple rain guy and and now and now we don't have to even think about that anymore because yeah, it's all wesley now never thought about it in the first place so we had noam dar versus dragon lee in the heritage cup championship uh championship i actually i actually dug this match a little bit um i like the format i i never watched nxt uk so this was new to me so as a new viewer of, of this structure of match i i dug it this is old this is old school um they used to do this like the old English rest, like in, in like the old timey English. Well, uh, Germany likes to use rounds. I like this. This is not bad. Um, dude, I, I I used to watch NXT UK, and I never saw one of these. I think they started doing it after I stopped watching. But uh, yeah, the only thing about this match that was remarkable to me is like I like you know I, I like that it's different, and I don't mind if they do this uh, every once in a while, but um. And I also like the idea of Noam Dar trying to get out of doing it. You know, mm -hmm. like he just wants to carry the cup around. He doesn't actually want to defend it. I like that. But, you know, the, the, the most notable thing to me, and especially like it's just the story of the whole weekend, really, is who's who is and who almost gets hurt or dies. Like <laughs> Dragon Lee went for his little jump over the rope and do a you know, do a hurricane Rana on the guy standing on the apron, which he hit earlier in the match. And then the second time it was supposed to get countered. And he basically just almost landed on his head and neck, just falling straight off the ring apron. Yeah. We had somebody almost in the main event, almost killed themselves. Thank God. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. that don't, 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 don't get ahead of ourselves. We got, we're going to talk about it. But listen, all in all, um, I actually, I actually quite enjoyed this match. I did, I did enjoy this match. Um, I'm, I'm slowly becoming a fan of uh, Norm Dar. Yeah, you're already a fan. I, I, I was like, oh, Dragon Lee. 
I mean, he's, he's a talented kid and everything like that, and he looks like a million dollars, but this Norm Dar kid is, is really, really good. Norm Dar cheats, obviously. You know, Lash Legend comes out, the delicious chocolate thunder. Lash Legend comes out, hits uh, this dude with the bucket in the back. I, th- I thought it was well. I thought it was fine. I thought it was also fine. Right. Um, we can move. We can move along. Uh, we have. So now this this now this is maybe where me and Vet will disagree. Uh, I thought this match was fucking great. I enjoyed uh, Dragon. Uh, what is it? Uh, Dijak versus Ilya Dragunov. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There's not a lot of times Vet that two guys have a feud, like a blood feud, and they pay it off with like true violence in the match. Um, this, this for me was a story of a guy that, you know, the guy that loves to give, like, I think you've said it before, guy that loves to give pain and another guy that loves to receive pain or says he, he thrives off of receiving the pain. And, uh, apparently Ilya Dragunov broke his arm on one of those shots uh, or a couple of shots to the, uh, with the kendo stick. Now I know once the kendo stick came out, the vet turned off the, uh, the old TV, put his socks on, put his gloves on. But no, actually not. I was going to say oh. that, uh, you know, I will disavow the match, which usually doesn't mean that I don't watch it. It means I just won't talk about it. Or I don't have to talk about it. I I am relieved of my obligation to cover it if I'm doing a review show or mm. something like that. Um, I'm not, but like you said, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Dragunov broke his left arm. Oh, yeah. And nobody's reporting this. Like if you Google this, where's everybody talking about it? You know, where's all the dirt sheets with their injury reports? Um, and I'll tell you where it happened too. Um, the corner, right? When he got hit with this, with the, uh, no, Oh no. no. I, as soon as I noticed those, those discolorations oh. and, and, and I, you know, uh, not a, it's not a welt. It was like a, like like a swelling around the elbow joint and then one lower down by the wrist. I'm talking about the this one, the one up here. Yeah, so what happened was cuz I cuz I when I noticed the discoloration, I was like, "Oh, what the hell happened there?" Right. And I ran it back and I was trying to find out where like where did this happen? He I I said I just looked at it and I was like, "Oh my god, that's broken." You know, I know that uh I know Vince Russo recently made fun of Triple H for um you know, doing that thing backstage with Cody where he looked at his arm and says, I can see right here it's from broken. He's like, so what are you, Superman with the x-ray vision? Well, if you see somebody's arm is broken, you don't need x-ray vision. So I'm looking at that arm and I'm like, that shit's broken. Where'd he break it? So I ran it back and at first I thought, oh, maybe it was on the coast to coast when he kicked uh, the stairs. You remember when he had uh, the stairs and I thought maybe he landed on his left arm, but no, he was still using it after that. Um, the place where it happened was the choke slam on the apron. Was it when he gets choke slammed on the apron? Mm-hmm. His left arm swings down and hits the apron, and right right around the elbow, and it probably snapped. Probably snapped his radius like a twig. Mm-hmm. Because you could see him immediately react to it. Like not not overly, but you could tell that while he was just selling the choke slam, but he also was like, "Wait a minute," <laughs> and he starts like he starts doing this with his fingers, 
And then uh, he gets in the ring and he doesn't really use his left arm. Now, after that, when they do that spot in the corner with the kendo sticks, Dijak is hitting him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's hitting the broken arm with the kendo stick. <laughs> He's supposed to just be hitting him in the chest, but because of the angle that he's swinging at, the tip of the kendo stick is hitting his already broken arm, and he's looking at it like "fuck." But he can't do—he can't say anything. He can't tell him, "Hey, watch the arm, brother." Like right here, it was broken already. It was yeah. the 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 bruises, the the swelling was already there. My gosh, that was just um so. I, I was really interested, Vet. Let me take this down. Um, your your genuine opinion of this of this uh, like did this do it for you? Like, all right, these guys really beat the fucking shit out of each other. I, I thought this was the match of the weekend. There was one. I didn't get to watch any Japanese matches. Uh, Vet shaking his head no for those listening on audio. Um, why didn't you like this match? And by the way, Ilya did win the match. Uh, last man standing, hitting. Uh, the jumping, flying forearm to the back of the head on a steel chair <clears throat> to uh, Dijak. Well, why didn't you like it? But... Mm, well, because, see, this is what you do when you don't have any other skills. Explain. Once upon a time, we were supposed to make people think that we were really fighting or having at least something resembling an athletic contest and we're not supposed to hurt each other. Now the companies that you work for go out of their way to make everything as phony as possible. So they're compensating by attempting to really hurt each other in a worked way. Like, Oh, I'm going to hurt you. It's just that we planned it and talked about it. This is not, what we do this is it's idiotic is what it is first of all the whole angle was idiotic like the entire thing like just one day they just decide like that dijak is some guy that likes to torture people like what? <laughs> right off the bat i can't i can't emotionally buy into the reason that this match is even taking place so this is just an excuse for guys to hurt each other on purpose. There's no, there's no like psychology involved. There's, there's no, it's not entertaining to me to watch two guys do this on purpose. This is not when you and I were watching matches like with Dragonov and Walter, mm. that looked like, it looked like a wrestling match that took it to another level because these guys were trying to win a match and those were for a title. This this is not that this is just hey let's set up a bunch of spots where you know we hurt each other and guess what this man broke his fucking arm so i hope it's worth it you know this is not what we do ray this is not what we do i'm glad that these guys are willing to do this in a sense mm -hmm. but they shouldn't be trying to do this this should not be what they want to do so this is a huge turnoff for me Plus, a kendo stick was involved, so I just disavow it anyway. Hmm. I don't know. I like I I I get what you're saying, and I'm not going to argue that because you're not wrong at all. And 
<laughs> Believe it or not, that's not always right. But well, Mike Martin says I think that's getting confused with AEW. Well, it's, it's not getting confused, uh, but like they're doing the same thing. They're all hurting each other on purpose, doing spots that are very dangerous because they don't know how to do anything else. They don't know how to make people care without doing that. You know? Look at that, look at that arm, man. Look at that fucking arm. Um, how do I make that bigger? But, you know... They, they've gone too far in the wrong direction because wrestling is too phony. Like, everything they do is phony and unbelievable... And then, so you have to make your matches more violent. You got to take worse bumps. Mm -hmm. You got to do more dangerous things. More untrained stuntmen trying to do stunts. That's not that's not the art form, guys. Also, I've noticed that ever since the WWE implemented the whole thing where people aren't supposed to bleed anymore. Have you noticed that everybody's fucking bleeding now? Like bleeding a lot? They're getting some hard ways. But no, it's dude, all hard ways. Dude, dude, Brock Lesnar fucking headbutted a post. It's all hard ways. That's the thing. People are just bleeding. They're all bleeding. Women are bleeding. Men are bleeding. Dragonoff was bleeding in his chin. Was and then, it, yeah, that table or something happened? Yeah. Or like and then Dijak took the fucking kendo stick and cleaned the blood off of it and mm -hmm. wiped it on his chest. What, how do you feel about blood in wrestling, dude? Uh, well, it goes it goes from being overdone to not done enough, and then to well, it's happening hard way because we don't know how to work. Because steel cage matches should all ha I think a steel cage match should always have blood. If you don't have blood in a steel cage match, what you can do is you can tell a story where you're trying to make somebody bleed and they're not letting you mm. like you're trying to run their face in the cage and they're like no but you're putting in the audience mind oh my god if this guy's face goes in the cage he's going to start bleeding so you're still telling the same story but now you're creatively coming up with a reason why you're not seeing blood in a cage match you understand if you can't do things you work around and use your intelligence to come up with a reason why they don't happen do you miss the old days where, where they would do the, the pre-match promos with a head of lettuce? Just grind it into the cage. Who did That's that? Just your face. You don't remember that? Who did that? I think Hogan did that. To, when he was when he was uh, talking about Bundy. <laughs> he would have put the lettuce through that big-ass blue bar cage and it just would have fell through. <laughs> yeah, who it was? I don't know. I... I Vet, I get what you're saying 100%. I understand what you mean. Did it take away the enjoyment or the uncomfortability of watching this and, like, have me totally, like, really, like, fucking watch? I watched every every goddamn second of this thing. Uh, did I become emotionally invested in the match? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God. These guys are killing each other. Was it the right kind of investment or was it the kind of just like like a car, car crash rubbernecking? I just appreciated how much they, they fucking like, like you said, like they were really fucking like trying to put on a show. And, well, and then I wish I, I guess I wish the creative had come up with something better for them. I get it. Yeah, I get it. That part. If, like if these guys are going to work that hard, I wish that it wasn't so fucking stupid leading up to it. 
like it's filming torture for no reason he just walks in and says hey torture me okay now we're gonna have a last minute standing match Did, what's liz talking about here with the with the women um, i assume night. she's talking about the k the weaponized cage oh match, well good yeah we'll talk about that liz And Kevin says, too much blood and real violence is a possible TV viewer can be desensitized. Sort of. of course, that's the whole reason that hot shotting doesn't work because eventually right. you lose interest. If you raise the stakes too much, too quickly for too long, then everybody just gets bored. Now it's like, well, we've seen this. What else you got? They that's are desensitized towards it. You don't even realize it's happening. That's the whole point of it being desensitized. It's not like you wake up one day and you're just like, you know, yesterday I hated violence, but today I'm fine with it. It's a gradual process where you see it so much and then you're just like, well. Yeah, that's go. why Moxie's becoming like kind of a joke. Well, he's been a joke. Been a joke. Ever since he, he uh, started walking around a fucking plant. Gary, what was the plant's name? Larry? Mitch. Mitch. Oh, it was a joke long before that. I got to tell you. Oh, good, good. I'm sorry. Speaking of jokes, oh, I was just going to try to transition and move on through this paper. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead, do your thing because uh, Gallus <clears throat> versus. Well, I'm Creed. not even getting to that. We got we got the Chase U guest lecture from uh, <clears throat> Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey was on well, this. They, yeah, they made this girl cry. They shouldn't have done that. Yeah, Duke didn't like it. No, he wasn't. He wasn't down with that. And Can't then they then they had a party with um, Noam Dar and the the new. The new entourage, mm. and Mackenzie was there. Is that how you party in the back of, in the backstage in the wrestling show? You just stand together in a group, just jumping up and down, going "Yay!" Yes. So Gallus versus the Creed Brothers for the NXT Championship. Um, oh, I, can I start this one? Absolutely. I just wrote down on. I literally wrote down on my phone, and I can send you a screenshot to prove it. God damn, they are boring and don't know shit about tag team wrestling. That's like a one-two punch. This would be like a new rule change of baseball. Two strikes and you're out. So, Like, not only are you boring as fuck, but you don't know shit about what you're doing. This is um one of the matches. Because I like the Creeds. And, oh, right. let, me go, let me go back real quick. Um, Yes, Ilya Dragunov. I think this is the last we're going to see of him in NXT. Um, From what I understand, he will be called up. And he will be jo joining the, uh, uh, what do you call these guys? The Nazis, huh? the alleged Nazis. Um, Bad Gunta, idea. I'm telling you it's going to happen. Bad idea, though. Okay. Just saying. But I'm just telling you it's going to happen. So, uh, so yes, yeah, Dragunov will be joining the League of Nations. What are they called? <laughs> Emporium. Emporium. No, that's isn't that, a, isn't that Marjorie? Imperium. Imperial. Good margarine. Anywho, um, I, I didn't. This is one of those matches, vet, that I was on the Peacock app, and you know I'm watching everything in delay because I'm at work. I have to pause it, pause it. Mm -hmm. I was like, fast forward, dragging my fat finger across the screen, fast forward. Um, I caught bits and pieces of this match. I I am not interested in in Gallus at all, and I know for some reason I've said this before that a lot of people that I've listened to that are. Uh, fan of british wrestling they like these guys a lot i don't uh, and it's not because vet is my partner or whatever and yeah, vet, who the I, fuck likes these guys i don't know oh, I, I want them on this show i'll tell you what man one, one of the, one of the podcasts and i never put over a ton of podcasts but i love these guys i've been listening to them forever and they have 
their line of thinking is right along with us here in HMG. Uh, my boy Missionary Thomas uh, over there, the Wrestling Soup. Mm-hmm. They are they were spot on with this shit. <laughs> they were just like Joey Numbers, like this was the shit. Let me tell you this, Ray. You've seen how many hot tags in your life watching wrestling over oh, the years? It's terrible, man. Hundreds, if not thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen one like this? Okay. I might have fast forwarded. <laughs> Julius, Julius, <laughs> you may have fast forwarded it. So I'll tell you. I'll just describe it for you. So Julius is waiting for the hot tag, right? He wants to come in and clean house, right? Now, Brutus has got Wolfgang, and he's, like, trying to walk him back to the corner, like, oh, I'm reaching for my tag, right? Okay. Wolfgang. I'm already bored. <laughs> yeah, you're already bored. Wolfgang Wolfgang hits, hits Brutus down, then turns around and sucker punches Julius off the apron. Okay. Right? Then Julius is like, oh, you motherfucker, and gets back up on the apron. And Wolfgang turns around and Brutus just backdrops Wolfgang. And then Brutus just tags Julius. (laughs) It's like, okay, you just, you just threw this guy in the air and he landed flat on his back. And now my partner is going to come in and kick your ass too late. He's already down on the mat selling. That's not a hot tag. That's not any kind of a tag. That's not even just a tag your partner in tag. That's, the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen. So whoever agented this match, you're you're a dumbass. Uh, the we already know that Gallus doesn't know anything about psychology. They're dumbasses. Um, just, just release these men. Just release them. Let them go. Let them go. Be great over in the UK where we don't have to see them anymore. Let, Joe, let them go work for a Rev Pro or something. And Joe Coffee is just uh, very. Uh, he comes across for me. For me, very annoying. I don't know there's something about his character. Uh, the fact that he comes across as somebody who really thinks he's that good. Like you don't see him, Punk. <laughs> thinks he's a lot better than what he is. And at one time, maybe he was pretty good. Well, he's never been as good as he thinks he is. No, but... he was never. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. CM Punk was never the best in the world. I could argue that AJ Styles at one point may have been the best wrestler in the world uh say what you will about kenny omega i will say that at one point maybe he was the best wrestler in the world but cm punk never no 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 well okay you got your shit on cm punk but anyway this match fucking sucks these guys suck uh if anybody cares oh oh, this was this was was this Scott was great Cole. too. Is it, don't don't put that up oh, there, shit. right? All right, okay. Playing with I'm fire. Good. I'm good. This, so so you know what the finish was? Ava comes out, yeah, yeah. and pushed Ivy in the post, right? I saw that, right? Okay, now Mark Coffey was down selling after you know Brutus's big comeback, right? As up. soon as she goes in the post, he just gets right up. Yep, up. I saw nope, that. I'm fine. They hit their double team, and that's it. I'm just like, yep. This is this is a he didn't get up groggy, he didn't stumble into no. the move, he just fucking literally he just shot up yeah. like not not slowly gradually pulling himself up in the corner or something. Just he did he did the he was thing. in a push up position and basically did a burpee and got up and did the double team finish. You ever seen Bruiser Brody versus Lex Luger where Lex Luger was like fuck this shit and left the cage? <laughs> just left the cage. Yeah. Bruiser wasn't selling anything. <laughs> this guy no sold this shit. 
Oh, possum. Yeah. Oh, maybe. No, get the fuck out. You quit is. trying to stir shit up, bro. I agree with the artist. It was he was playing possum vet. No, he wasn't. He was supposed. No. He he had just gotten beat up. He was supposed to be selling. I'm I'm putting over my boys, man. Check out Wrestling Suit Motherfuckers. It's an excellent podcast. Tell Missionary Thomas and Joey Numbers that Big Ray sent you. All right, so Lyra versus Tiffany. Um. Oh, I'm gonna say this: Tiffany Stratton, two years in the business. Lyra Valkyrie, I believe, eight years in the business. Um, I think these girls worked really hard to put together a, a really decent match. Um, Lyra Valkyria, uh, I think she did a really nice job at selling the leg, especially when she did the leapfrog and she made it look awkward. It's from the book of, uh, well, that part was good because it looked like it might have been real for a second. But right, but obviously, the, the minute they showed the replay and you could see that um, that Tiffany had already held up on the ropes. <laughs> like oh okay uh but after that it was mostly from the book of rollins selling where you can basically do anything you feel like doing as long as you grab your knee afterwards all right vet so break this match down to me we have a new nxt women's champion only two years in the business ladies and gentlemen tiffany stratton she does it and just so you know she won the title tonight that night and they ruined her the very next night but we'll get into that when we review (laughs) nxt um Please. I just felt I felt for these ladies because they were working hard and maybe they had some stuff in their playbook that was a little advanced. Yep. Or I maybe would it wouldn't have been advanced if Lyra had somebody that hadn't been in there for only two years in the business. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it could have pulled off, but they were definitely uh punching above their weight class in that in that sense. Did I or did I not tell you that they would use that spinning kick as a falsy? Because she's oh, the, been beating uh, people with it. So how do you feel about that? Like, because you know the the uh, they built it up, they built it up. She she busted uh, what's her face open with the with the fucking spinning mm-hmm. kick. Um, so using that as a falsy is that is that good booking? Is that yeah, it's good booking. But Tiffany had to scoot to the ropes. <laughs> She did have to move half. She was. She got. She got hit by the kick, and then she was like, "Well, again, Vet, she's two years in the business." I I know, but you that it doesn't matter how many years you're in the business. If you know that's the spot, you got to be in position. So you hit the mat and you roll over. You roll over, or you make sure that before you set the spot up, you're closer to that area that you're supposed to be at. I remember a lot of wrestlers used to like got enhancement talents. They would be uh, laying down for the snooker flying, you know, splash, and they do the whole dead fish thing going across the ring. Yeah, I noticed that too, Vet. But so that was unfortunate. But I mean, I, like I, I, I had said that like a couple weeks ago. I said they're going to use that spot as a false finish because that's not Lyra's real finisher. It's just what she's been beating people with. So mm-hmm. you know, so that that's not bad. But I mean, yeah. Like I like I said, I just watching this, I was like, oh, hmm. yeah. Well, you know, mm. you know, let's let's give it up for him. So your critique on 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 uh, on Tiffany? Do you have any critique, any advice for her? She ever listens to this? No, man. She's just gonna have to. You just, just reps. You know, mm. I I don't know. There's nothing really I can say. Um, she has a great champion sneer. 
you notice how she looked when she was holding that belt she didn't do the whole i'm crying i've been waiting for this moment and I, she's I, just like yeah yeah i appreciate yeah, that actually chance. yeah that part i liked she's got all her character stuff down for the most part well again we'll get oh, to it but i'm just saying up till up till last night i was God. thinking she kind of she kind of knew who she was and that's one of the parts that for a lot of ladies that comes later where they get comfortable with their character and and their performance um while they're just learning how to do the moves and stuff she was comfortable right from the get-go but is struggling with the mechanics of it it's mcgee is my line um but she's come a long way since that first match we watched when you were like, oh, God, you know, and now now you're like, well, well, I mean, two years. So, by the way, why taco? Is it because I'm Latino? You know, Perhaps. Puerto Rican and Mexicans, they don't, we're not the same. Um, All right. Uh, to put the uh, cap on this uh, on this match, I will say this. Um, I was expecting. This says a lot. Tiffany's trying to kind of like cry and you know <laughs> pander to the crowd and maybe give a clap or something or try to lift up Tyra Valkyrie and hug her and thank her. Like, oh, you really was, thought she would do that? I, I was like, oh, like I was waiting for that, and I was pleasantly surprised she just took the belt. Sneer. Mm. Like I'm the shit, and she she actually looked down at her opponent like. <laughs> I'm the fucking champ. That was awesome. Little things. Little things. So, um, anyway, so let's get into the main event of the evening, man. And this was, for me, a See letdown. this? What's, what am I holding up here? Three. Three fingers. That's how many minutes this fucking package was before the match. Three minutes is an eternity for a package. Unless you're trying to tell the entire story of the the bloodline and the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You do not need to recap shit for three fucking minutes. Nah. So right off the bat, I'm irritated. Why did they have Ron Breaker come down with that stupid, silly fucking face nozzle? mask dog mask thing that he looks so stupid they had to they had to put they had to strap it onto his fucking skull with like 18 straps and the thing was still sinking down his face he looks so stupid with that thing i you know what i would have done differently just i know it's an aesthetic thing have him wear the same outfit with the hood and just the you know like a regular face mask you know like you wore in 2020 with a dog you know like maybe some some scary teeth on it that's it. That's all you gotta do. I don't yeah, know what I the guess. fuck that was. I, just, I don't know. Uh, did he dye his hair? I don't know. Ron Breaker. This is dark. Anyway, this know. match was very. Um, well, let's not let's not completely skip over the. Uh, Damn it! The overblown Carmelo Hayes heel entrance, where they're saying all this shit about the Celtics and the Red Sox and all this shit, and it's like, oh, cool. uh, guys. Like I know, I know it's you know close enough, but this isn't actually Boston. You hear the people like mildly popping for all this stuff. Like, yeah, I guess it's, well, this is this is Lowell. <laughs> this is well, not Lowell Boston. They, is, they're huge 
They didn't sound huge. Okay, maybe they overestimated the fact that these wrestling nerds don't give a fuck about real sports then because, like I said, these were getting mild reactions from the yeah. crowd, and this was a very heel entrance to do. Very, very virgin-esque. Just... All right, now what do you want to say, Ray? I forgot. Um... <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll start then. Um, in the first minute, Carmelo Hayes almost died doing his flip out of the ring. Oh. The match wasn't even 60 seconds old before he's flying through the air, Thank and he God. can't even get a full rotation. And if Braun break hadn't run up and Ooh. caught him, if he had not run up and thrown slid his body underneath Carmelo Hayes we might not be talking about any matches we might just be talking about a dead human being here yeah. so you see this little 2x right here that's immediately what happened i'm like i'm not watching this shit this is stupid i'm not i'm i'm done with both of these guys i'm done with carmelo hayes what a waste of time what a waste of a a, a push what a waste of everything and and i'm glad that i didn't watch this in full speed because the match itself was unremarkable and he yeah. just won straight up yeah. with no interesting developments or anything. He just looked a lot less athletic than he has in the past because he almost screwed up another couple of things during the match. Yeah, he's so. very underwhelming. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and I'll explain, I'll, I'll talk more about that when he was face to face with Noam Dar, uh, and NXT. Um, yeah, vet, you're on point with that, man. This was a very underworld. This was a an NXT match, like an, a regular TV match. You see something funny? What's going on? Yeah, the artist uh, him downstairs, which is a reference to the great Bernie Mac uh, set from original Kings of Comedy. Yes. Who the fuck is him? <laughs> <sighs> um. Yeah, this. This was just very underwhelming. So, so Braun Breaker will be coming up to NXT to WWE. He's he's this is his last match on NXT. Why do we have a draft? I'm just telling you this is this is what's going to happen. Why do we have uh, a draft, Ray? Uh, I don't even know if it's out there yet. Uh, I don't know if any of was it's there a out trade? There. No trade. <laughs> considering considering some call downs that happened here on this episode, we're about to talk about where that where they did they make some trades for Ilya and Braun. Like, oh, oh God, what were we thinking? Uh, we should have drafted these guys. Here, you have these two. No bread, no water, just meat. It's all we want. It's all we need. Um, <coughs> I'm not hitting the cough button, so I'm hitting it right on. Anywho, um, all right. Uh, there's nothing much more to say about this. This was a very, in the words of the, the great AEW champion, world heavyweight champion, this was mid Mid. to say the least uh that was it carmelo wins uh does about the only good thing to come out of this weekend was that 14 minutes with mjf oh, at the press conference fucking fantastic you know just when i think that mjf is a little overrated or whatever or he's maybe not as good as i think he is then he does something like that where i'm like okay that's where the money is you know uh, for those that don't know what we're talking about, MJF had a post-press conference with Tony Khan and just mentioning the WWE and Triple H and Khan and and just, just on fucking on point, man. Just so fucking hilarious and funny and just real. And, and just when he, when he says, like, you know, I, I, I should just fucking retire. You know, who's going to beat me? 
you know, but I'm not going to give it away, you know. Just, please, somebody put me out of my misery. Yeah, put me out of my misery. Oh, that's fucking brilliant, bro. Those aren't even the best parts, but uh, anyway, yeah, if you go to if you go to Denise Alcedo's YouTube channel, she just has Ooh. that part by itself. So you don't have to sit through the rest of the scrum or try to fast forward through it. Artist says, but I thought we hated scrums. We do, but I'm just saying, if, if they're going to do them, uh, at least MJF was entertaining. That's all. Oh, very entertaining. I'd still rather they not do a scrum. Literally... I, I watched that portion of it, and then when he stepped off, I think who came on Statlander next? And I was like, "Oh, fine." But let me let me watch something else—an iPad review or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for NXT. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is NXT May 30th, 2023, the very last NXT of the month of May as we roll into June, summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. No longer one of my favorite summertime songs because I think Will Smith is a cock. But yeah, man, so we kicked the show off with a steel cage match. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well, we also get a recap package just in case, you know, we, we, we almost we almost didn't hurt Mandy's feelings, but we made sure to get a recap package that carefully cuts her out of the entire history of this whole thing. So just in case you forgot and wondered if you just happened to turn on the USA Network at eight o'clock at night and say, hmm, I wonder what's this? Oh, a cage match with some ladies. If only there was someone to tell me how this came about. Because I'm sure that was what everybody was thinking in their living rooms after Law & Order SVU was over. So, here you go. Here's your package. Here's your weaponized cage. You get two women that can't run a proper headlock tackle drop-down spot, oh. but we're going to throw them in a cage with weapons. That's what we're going to do. There is a move. There is a, a, a spot in this match that I just need to talk about really quickly. The whole putting the the fucking garbage can over your opponent, and then just holding the can and just throwing those weak ass little kick, 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 kick. Oh god, I hate that. I hate that move. I hate even eight the Kawada kicks. Oh. You don't like Toshiaki Kawada? I don't know what that is, but no. What is going well, on? like like I said, like I said last time, you think uh, you think Gigi Dolan knows who Toshiaki Kawada is, no. or is a big fan? Oh, no. I think she's paying tribute to him. Hold on, I one click. of the four pillars of all Japan. Do you hear this background noise at all? I like can't. doing. They're doing construction, like right up the. Bl oh, okay. So if you don't hear it, then it's, the mic is doing this job. It's just really loud. Anyway, um, almost distracted by it. But um, this match was the drizzling shits. Um, immediately, as soon as the graphic came up for uh, Gigi Dolan, and by the way, <laughs> let me just, uh, this is the graphic that popped up before the, the match, and I was just like, uh, right here, where is it? There it is. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I was just, now I got bored. A, now, that's a couple of great championship sneers. Mm. Look out, Tiffany Stratton. Bro, I was like, I'm out, dude. 
Like I I am so disinterested in these in this alleged feud between these two ladies that are obviously not talented enough to be single superstars. They're just not. I'm sorry. As much as you might like one or the other and as much as you might like oh, this girl's big fat ass or whatever, bro, I'm sorry. They're just not it. They're better as a tag team. They need to put them back together somehow. Because separate, these girls stink. And they stunk as a tag team. The only thing they that made them good was Mandy Rose. The, the only thing that made them any good was Mandy Rose. She was the only good thing on NXT for forever. So, with that being said, this was possibly, in my opinion, the worst steel cage match I have ever fucking seen. And I've seen a lot of bad steel cage matches. Full of dumb spots, terrible uses of the weapons i guess you would say and fucking this girl goes over what 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 did she hit to win uh she chokeslammed jane from the top through yeah. the table all right that makes a little sense but other than that uh i guess this feud is over please please yeah. <laughs> please it's i don't want to decisive it's pretty decisive you got thrown off the top of a cage, God and then it. she folded you over. If, if there is You're a done. dog collar match next week, vet, we're done. I'm I'm quitting this show. I'm serious. I'm dead up. I'm dead serious, bro. I am not doing this shit. Well, we'll, we'll talk anything either. else, vet. We could talk any. We we'll talk video games. Okay. They they cannot <laughs> the next video game level wrestling review. <laughs> they cannot have another match after this. It is over. <sighs> no, they, they need can't. to go their separate ways. We're done. We're done with this shit. I don't want to see them again. Go ahead, Ben. What's next? Please, I'll give you. Right. A, okay, what's next is uh, they show earlier today that Mackenzie was with Wesley and they were just hanging out, having fun, and then uh, the dyad came up and interrupted them, and uh, then Tyler Bate came in, and then he was like, "Hey." We're still friends. And that was, that was it. That happened. This was weird. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what I think now. I'm going to wait until a couple of more weird things have happened. And then I'm going to tell you my theory. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Sure. Uh, Tony D's mugshot claims that he is six foot two. Bro. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, this, there's no way this guy's this guy's my height or taller than me or whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Where's medium five? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You guys really need to hear this guy just talk. I'm going to call him. Where's his cell phone? Post your cell phone number here, medium five. I'm going to call you. He would do it. But you don't need to. Would. There's there's various and sundry ways to get a, to get a hold of him. So. Question, where's medium five from? It's from New York. What part? Do you know? Originally, I'm not sure. I know he said it, but I probably forgot. He sounds like a Brooklyn guy. He like could, a for be, real he could be a Brooklyn guy. Or maybe a part of Long Island, but I think he's a Brooklyn I just don't guy. want to say it and be wrong. That's all. I I, I don't really Is Media M5 even here anymore? He might not be. But he's going to go back and listen. So, Okay. I want to know where you're from exactly and if you're still around here. He lives in tennessee right now but oh he's in tennessee okay. originally you know obviously he's can you imagine him in hi darling would you like a cup of coffee well, i like a fucking cup of joe yeah yeah That's i don't know why i went english there all right all right um, what does it say here? okay so my question this is elizabeth and she has a very simple uh, 
So here's my question. Do they normally take all the jewelry off before mugshots? Yes. Yes, Liz. I'm starting to think that these guys might not be real police. They might be a couple of wrestlers. Queens, New York. <laughs> Aaron Ben Shlomo. He's from Queens. I can dig that. He's probably a Mets fan. Ugh. All right. What do we got next? Uh, Gallus laughs at Tony D'Angelo's mugshot, and then they beat up Stacks. Fuck him. Next. Uh, Trick and Mello are in the ring being very boring until Noam Dar comes out and interrupts and eventually, after a lot of beating around the bush, gets a title match at the end of the night. I like Noam Dar's reply to, you know, he's like, oh, uh, Trick Williams is like, oh, you trying to trick us into getting, he's like, duh. (laughs) It's obvious what I'm trying to do. I like that um, as a heel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Noam Dar yeah, shit. He's your favorite click. wrestler now. No, he's not my favorite wrestler. But that, I like that little click he's got going on there, with, with, mm-hmm. with uh, you know, the two the two hot hotties and the guy that nobody was using. Mm-hmm. What was his name? O- Oral. Oral Mensa. Oral Oral Mensa. Sure, why not? He makes a good lackey. Just saying. So good. Good for them. This All was right. a cute. This was a cute little segment made better. It was a terrible segment, but made better by Noah right. Dar. Even. Even Trick, when it was just the two of them out there, I was like, what are you guys? This is this is so bad. Oh, man. Um, next, <laughs> uh, Cora Jade is complaining to some level up uh, <laughs> stars uh, until Ivy Nile comes in and challenges her to a match. Why not? There's actually some uh, nice looking uh, people in that. Right? Line. Mm-hmm. Very attractive. The future uh, is looking bright. I saw some very, yeah. Unless the, uh, in the looks department, the, at the very least. Are you talking about was one of them the thick-haired uh, Latina-looking girl? Did you see Probably. her? Nice well, I saw shape. them all. So yes, I mean, yeah. I saw them. But the uh, if you notice, uh, Ulyssa is back. I don't know what that is. And um, God, what's her name? Um, you know they were like the the dancing, the dancing Latina team, and one of them got oh, hurt. Oh yes, uh, yeah, I know you talking. That was about them that. over in the corner, and they were actually on. I want to say SmackDown. They did a job. They did a squash mm-hmm. job for the witches, Alba and uh, Selena. Alba and um, I don't know. Um, Isla. Uh huh. I have a question for you. Go ahead. Yeah. But who's that? Who's the, what's the name of that, that young lady for AEW uh, that she beat Sasha Banks, the heavy set young lady? Willow Nightingale? Yeah, she's cute. I just, you know what? Can she's I just say girl. something? Can uh-huh. I say something, Ray? Of course you can. This is not going to be, apparently, it's not going to be a popular thing that Uh-oh. I'm about to say. Oh, shit, no. Because and the reason I say that is because I see it so much that obviously I'm in the wrong, but I just don't like that bull nose ring. I don't like it. Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? You are gay. I don't know. I haven't used that in a long time. I agree okay. with you. I hate that too. That it looks. I just don't it looks, like it. It makes you look dirty. Well, I the only thing I ever used to see that was a bull, like a bullfighting bull. 
they put a ring in the nose. I agree with you. I I I, I never like like um what's her face that she was in NXT. So gives uh, some shiny snot hanging that you didn't wipe off when you blew your nose or something. I don't know. It just doesn't. What what was the the girl that she was uh, uh fuck she was an NXT uh she was uh the horse's friend. And now she's like an Instagram like she's her ass hanging out. She's wrestling. She's running around with Zack Ryder. Chelsea? Not Chelsea. Guys, you know who I'm talking about? Tall girl. She, I, I thought she had tons of money. She was beautiful. She has that little nose ring thing going on. Not Perez. God damn it. She was fucking Indy Hartwell's home girl. Remember they came up? We thought they were lesbians. Oh, yeah. What, anyway, next. You remember her name or no? No, obviously not. Look, the business moves fast, right? We don't have time to remember people's names. Somebody help me, guys. All right, go ahead. No one can help you. Uh, the dyad comes out for their match, but before we get to that match, um, we get uh, Axiom and Scripts. What do you want from me? Okay. And then uh, <laughs> we get uh, Tyler and Wes come out, and then we have the match versus the dyad. Persia. Persia, Persia, Persia Parada. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Um, so during this match, I was about to sit here and write something like this match sucks, but then uh, it didn't matter because this match didn't matter at all. The whole reason it even took place was so that Mustafa Ali could walk through the crowd mm -hmm. and have the announcer say, Booker, that's, that's Mustafa Ali. so so then yeah so then he comes he, he makes his way down to commentary and just puts the headset on and he's like i'm uh i'm obsessed with championships which normally you have something before you get obsessed with it i mean not always but sometimes you know bro like the only reason i'm just going to clarify something to the people watching this for the first time the only reason anyone popped for mustafa ali was because he was the closest thing to a wwe superstar they saw tonight that makes sense. Yes. Okay. So, um, most of us stinks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. If it matters, Tyler wins with the Tyler driver, and then um, Ivy jumps Ava, and then Gacy attacks, and then Ali comes in and makes a save, and then they do a thing where like he's like, "Hey, you guys are cool," and I'm gonna help. I'm gonna raise your hands because you guys are the winners. And he raises, make sure to raise the hand that's holding the NXT North American Championship and slightly glance at it. And, you know, ooh, look at the seeds they're planting. Mm -hmm. The storytelling of Ali going after the North American Championship. God, it's so genius. If only we could come up with something this good, Ray, maybe we'd have jobs there. But instead, we have to sit there and just comment on it. Yeah, mm. we're fine. Todd Brantley is so far behind on what we're talking about. Like he must have hit pause and then had to come back to it because he just put up a comment about Denise Salcedo. Jeez. Like when did I say that? Like forty minutes ago. Well, anyway, um, he'll eventually get there. Uh, Tiffany walks. She'll eventually get there. Mm -hmm. um, and then earlier today, uh, meaning last night was earlier that day mm -hmm. uh, Thea wanted to uh, earn her grade in headlock class so she 
got in there and she was about to square off with Charlie Dempsey and then they cut and we don't ever go back to that. We don't care what happened after that. Who would care what happens after that? No one. We don't want to see more Thea Hale on this program at all. Mm. Oh, wait, you're saying we do want to see more? I don't mind Thea Hale. Oh, that's funny. What a coincidence. I don't mind either. But since we both like it, we're definitely not going to get any more of it on this program. Do you mind this? Have you been? Who the fuck is that? That's her. That's Persia Parada. No, it isn't. Yes, it sure as hell is. She's look. That is. No, it's not. Yes, it is, dude. This is Persia Parada. See? Remember you saw the bull ring? She has two of them. That's her. Wow. I didn't even recognize her. See, she's running around with Zack Ryder now. Is that a good thing that you couldn't recognize her or is it a bad thing? I don't know. They brought her into Impact and they made a big deal out of Steph Delander coming into Impact and I'm like, who the fuck is... Oh, hey. Who the fuck is Steph Delander? And then she shows up and I'm like, who the fuck is Steph Delander? And then she was gone and I was like, whatever happened to Steph Delander? Turns out it was Persia Parada the whole time. You had no idea it was the same girl? I had no idea. Wow, that's crazy. I, I mean, I, I, th- I thought you were fucking joking around with me. Yeah. It's no, I really, girl. no, that's a shoot. Wow. Um, great. Well, anyway, she's no Thea Hale. Um, no. So, all right, now it's time. How do you think this plays out, by the way, with uh, what's his face? Uh, and where the fuck is uh, Andre Chase? I don't know. I don't know. What's next? Uh, the, what's next is the Tiffy Bration. Okay. May I? You may. All right, dude. Why are you scripting this kid? It's obvious that she was literally, I think she was reading off of cue cards. She was looking down at something. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, tell tell me. What? A cue card would have been less rambling. She was rambling, making mistakes, forgetting stuff, and saying a bunch of nonsense. It's like she forgot everything she was supposed to say, is what it sounded like. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think she memorized a script, forgot it. Tried to improv her way through it. She couldn't do it. Blew wow. it. Embarrassed herself. The worst thing she's ever done by far. And let me tell you something else. Brother. I'm just going to say this. Oh, no. There's been a couple of things already that we've talked about. I remember I said I was going to tell you later after a few more things happened. Yes, sir. So even though she clearly forgot part of this, even whatever there would have been in the first place... Also, the thing that Scripps was saying, that Reggie, that that whatever he was trying to say, and that and that was a pre-tape. So if he messed that up, they could have gone back and reshot it. He's like, you open my eyes to myself and who I be. What? Yeah, it, it was it was very bizarre. And then you had the um, where was it? Where was the other? oh the the trick and mellow, like all that stuff from earlier, right? You know what, Ray? I think this show was their first attempt at an AI written show. Stop. You think so, Chat GPT? 
something like that yeah because if you've ever used that app to try to write you something mm. a lot of times they will get it pretty good but kind of generic but there will be little weird mistakes or factual errors in it or whatever that need to get smoothed out so it, it almost sounds like something but then you're actually like if you really pay attention to it you're like i can see where this is not like a person would write it that's how i felt about all the scripted stuff on this show it was just too weird the bad stuff was even worse than it normally is and didn't make sense and it was rambling and repeating itself which that tends to happen with chat gpt sometimes i think they tried the ai show what do you think about that do you think i'm onto something or am i am i out of my mind you know what i don't think you are out of your mind um i see what i thought was i thought that they they scripted the show so heavily that the kids couldn't remember it does that make sense could be um but now that you're saying the whole chat gpt thing what if what if the what if the AI heavily scripted it and they couldn't remember it? Interesting. Because oh. oh, you really could. There's enough shit out there on the internet that has to do with the NXT shows and all the shows they've done that if you told Chad GPT, "Hey, write a Tiffany Stratton promo," it could do it. You think so? And even the stuff that she was out here saying, it it didn't sound like something she would say. It sounded like something that somebody thinks she would say. You know? That's how I that's how I perceive this. Yeah, it's so. it's um man, Vet, that's a that's a good call on that one. I'm now you have me thinking. <laughs> like, is it possible they actually did this? Um the artist is just arguing today. He just wants to argue. I just think she sucks at promos. Sometimes the answer is so obvious. No, bro. I'm not just talking about this. I'm talking about the Reggie thing. I'm talking about the the Trick and Mellow being bad at their promo. Like, I'm. We watch NXT every week. I fucking know what these people sound like, and I know what the people scripting them sound like. And this sounds really weird. It sounds fucking weird. He spells Tiffany Stratton's name. Two T's. I'm doing two this for T's, brother. <laughs> Stratton. Now you have me fucking curious, and this is why. Let me show you something, Vet. They always bad at promos, yeah, but it's different. So I wrote down here. Write me a Tiffany Stratton NXT promo. Right. Is that her spelling the name correctly? Yeah. All right. Let's well, they see. would get it. They get it close it enough. Up. We'll see what they do. Oh my god, it's got stage directions. Let's see what it says here. They're actually writing this promo out. And with the crowd cheers, acknowledging Tiffany's athleticism and strength. <laughs> yeah, this is not it. This is... Wow, this is a long promo, dude. Tiffany drops a microphone. 
posing confidently. I, I just want to see some of the some of what it says. Um, NXT Universe, are you ready for a revolution? Crowd erupts. Tiffany Stratton says, for too long, NXT has been dominated by those who adhere to status quo. But tonight, like that all changes tonight because a new era begins and it starts with me, Tiffany Stratton. This is actually better than her. Problem. She didn't even. Yeah, this is better than what she said. But did did she's not? They're not working in her catchphrases. You know, yeah, that's what I mean about the AI. Like it's, well, they're it's saying a little stuff generic. Like, sometimes they're saying so. Like I'm forced. I'm a force to be reckoned with. That's very wrestling. Very generic wrestling. Very generic wrestling. Um, I am the measuring stick. You know, that's that's also very wrestling. I'm not asking for your admiration. I'm demanding it. There That's something go. she would say. A little, little better, yeah. I'm the future of the women's uh, of women's wrestling, and no one will stand in my way, whether it's in the ring or behind this microphone. I'll prove that I'm the total package because Daddy said so. I just threw that in. Uh, so for the rest of the NXT roster, I say prepare yourself because Tiffany Stratton is coming, and she's coming hard. Oh wait, doesn't say that. I didn't say that either. No, and uh, it ends with says uh. The, the last line here is a Tiffany Strat NXT Universe. Get ready because revolution starts now, and it starts with me. She already said that. She drops a microphone, posing confidently as the crowd erupts into cheers, fully embracing the arrival of the fierce new competitor. The, cr- the, cr- the crowd would not erupt into cheers for that, but it did repeat itself, like you said. So. It's- Oh, the next level <laughs> wrestling review. <laughs> I'm just curious now. Let me just see what the fuck says here. Still generating. It's like, what the fuck is the next level wrestling review? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. No, thanks. <laughs> Chad GPT has politely declined oh. your request. I just finished watching the latest episode of the Next Level Wrestling Review. All I could say is, wow, nonstop action, jaw-dropping athleticism. What the fuck are they talking about? I, I, they must think we're something we're not. Beat about Ben Hameen. This is more interesting than the show. Oh, fuck. I fucked that up. <laughs> ben Ham, a hidden gem in the heart of nature. <laughs> I need to go down to the store and get me a, a Christmas Ben Ham. Ben Ham? All right, here we go. All right, write me a tweet about Ben Hameen. Let's see what it says. Ben Hameen, the mastermind behind the scenes. This is the brilliant wrestling mind that has been shaping the industry with his creative genius and innovative storytelling. From captivating characters to compelling storylines, Ben Hameen knows how to keep fans on the edge of their seats. <laughs> a true visionary of the world of professional wrestling. Hashtag Ben Hameen. Hashtag creative genius. Hashtag wrestling revolution. Hashtag consultant. Boy, this, uh, why does this AI so concentrating on revolutions? This is scary. I don't know. All this right, let's, let's turn right, this off. Let's this? turn this off. All right. Scaring me. I could um, do this all day, by the way. We should just do a podcast and just, <laughs> it's about chat GPT. All right. Well, whether, whether it was written by a person or written by an AI, this promo that Tiffany did was just terrible rambling nonsense. And she got lost, and uh, it sucked. So, anyway. How does Ben uh, Ham taste? Mm, a, little, a little salty? A little salty. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was too easy. Um, Ooh, that was scary. 
<coughs> but uh yeah anything else to say about the uh i mean essentially we don't have to talk about the promo anymore but what she was out there to do is she called every female wrestler out and they all surrounded the ring and then she trashed them all and then they were like then they beat her up and it was just like oh man what is going and she's on like here? you guys ruined it which is the only time she acted like herself the whole time was when she was like you ruined it you ruined my celebration listen so any anyone who's watching this um because we know that you guys watch this the, the writers over there at nxt um that are getting paid what minimum wage to deliver coffee <laughs> for for now Na- make a name for yourself kids um here's how you do it just let the kid fucking go like like don't don't script her too heavy she's been cutting promos for the last what year now and she's been doing pretty well on her own so let just you know she fucks up then let it right am i wrong here vet i'm sure they were always scripted but maybe they change writers i don't know uh, what whatever terrible. dude yeah terrible. This, all right now here's the opposite of terrible and it kind of makes up for what happened earlier trick is hanging out backstage and then Noam Dar and the crew come up and then, uh, you know, they have a little interaction here. See, now I like this one because it seemed like they were ad-libbing a little bit. And that right. girl, Jakara Jackson, like mm-hmm. she was pretty good with the yes and. Miss Jackson? Uh, on this stuff. Yeah, Miss Jackson. I'm digging Miss Jackson. Yeah. So so as as Ben, as Ben Ham would say, good mm-hmm. yes and from Miss Jackson. The salty Ben Ham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And then um, they show uh, Noam Dar and Mello preparing. And then uh, the announcers are like, what's Danny Palmer still doing in the ring? <laughs> and uh, here's another AI promo from Danny Palmer when she's like, I I want to see who's been wreaking havoc in the women's division at NXT. <laughs> she said wreaking havoc. Uh, this is an AI written promo here that uh, from Danny Palmer. Uh, but anyway, we find out that the Havoc Reeker is, in fact, Blair Davenport. I didn't know who that was. I forgot who she was. I'm not even joking. I was like, she hasn't been around for 30 seconds, so, so you forgot. Is, I was like, who the fuck is Blair Davenport? Now, I do remember her making kind of a, like, she's a busty young lady. Am I wrong? Uh, somewhat busty, yes. Yes. Um, is she talented? Is she good? Yeah. All right. I, I need I need more of a sample size. <laughs> I thought this would have been a great time to bring the Keto Lions back as the mastermind behind this and turn a heel. But they would but then they would have had to order a larger hooded sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. I think she would have stuck out too, obviously, you know. It's like in a movie when you like when there's like a, a handsome action star and then they do like a stunt where they have to take a bump and it's like a much fatter guy like in the tight clothes and they but they do it on purpose like in like in uh airplane movies like the movie yeah. like airplane and shit yeah like that but yeah well you ever seen the michael jordan thing where was, he's with his mom and she's like she's teaching michael jordan how to play basketball have you ever seen that uh, did i and it's clearly a black dude with a wig on like dunking the basketball yeah before we get off the air we'll play that sure anyway go ahead continue the artist says b Priestley is good you're close to getting timed out again for saying shit like that uh but uh last week um eddie thorpe and malik blade and idris Enofe 
uh, were hanging out, being best buddies like they always have been, because mm -hmm. you know how they were always hanging out and stuff. Always hanging out, bro. And then all of a sudden, who showed up but... Grayson Waller. <laughs> Waller. Sadly, he will never show up again. Who was it? I, I lost my, my thing here. Well, who else would it be that you would say their name excitedly? Oh, my God. I'm all the way at the top. He's a wrestler. Like, who wrestles wrestling. He has Nathan a brother. Frazier. Frazier. I don't, where are we? I don't even know where we are. If you were to do any one impression in NXT that... Oh! <laughs> of course! It's my favorite wrestler. Damon Kemp. Kemp. You should have him. Kemp. <laughs> you should laugh like that, too. Okay. I love Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp. AK man and said, uh, he said something like, you know, hey, I watched your match last week. It was pretty good, except you suck. So I like him. Yeah. I fucking like should... Damon Kemp. All right. I don't Damon. like the I don't like the Puerto Rican guy. Damon Kemp. And Big Body Javi, the new tag team. What do you show? Call them. Uh, they both keep thinking they're like better. Than they're the helping other. the other one. Like you're getting the rub off of me. No, you're getting the rub. Like, and they just completely ignore the fact that they're both saying the same thing, and they both think that they're taking each other under their wing. Oh, so you can give them like a terrible like. What's the worst name? Like, like something like stupid. Like. Something that you would never actually see in wrestling, like the good hands or something like that. You would call them that. Like, yeah, who, no one would ever use that name, no. but but something like that. Something like that. That would be great, man. The over guys or something. Yeah. Yeah, you let's know. let's make it happen. Let's will it into existence. Over and spell it differently. <laughs> yes. O-V-R. Yeah, over. Uh, anyway, next match is Joe Coffee versus Stax. Next yeah, I just wrote whatever. Um, last week, Robert Stone wants uh, Wagner to see a therapist. I wonder if we're going to have a camera at these therapy sessions. To, Gee, I wonder. You it's, know, to ignore it, the patient confidentiality, and we'll just get to benefit by watching this for our entertainment. Why do we not have Dr. Shelby? Why is he still not on WWE TV? He's probably just booked up, All right. I would think. Okay. Serious, I'm dead serious. Anyway, yeah. what's next? Yeah. Uh, what's next is uh, they show on Sunday that Dragonov said goodbye to his son. Basically, <laughs> I won't be coming home, son. I'm going to kill myself and another man. Dasvidanya. Dasvidanya, don't get any on you. Shit, man. Now I'm thinking when he was getting hit with that fucking uh, with that kendo stick. And he was uh, like selling, like that wasn't selling. He was. Ooh. If you notice, like he takes the shot with the stick, yeah, he screams, and then he like slightly glances down at his hand, like fuck. Yeah. Like he looks at it, but not in the over dramatic WWE way. Like oh, yeah, yeah. in WWE, when you sell shit, you oversell it. You're just like cartoonish. It's unrealistic. But he was like looking at it, like he was reminded of something. <laughs> like you were glancing at your watch or something. He was like, oh, uh, that oh wasn't supposed boy. to hit me there. He's like, oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, then Cora Jade enters. Uh, and then we get Ivy versus Cora. 
And then Ava comes down for a distraction, and Cora hits her DDT and wins. Anything? Nothing here. Cora Jade's another another talent in this uh, this NXT thing that I'm just like, when she's on my screen, I don't care. Ivy now different. Like I like Ivy now a lot, but Cora Jade's she canceled her out. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. Anywho, all right. What's next? Um, Tank Ledger thinks that after the fight, the team is closer. I like those guys. And they, they want to prove it by saying, you know, what their favorite or best thing is at the same time, you know, like one, two, three, go. And then they say the exact same thing a bunch of times. And then here come Malik and uh, Idris again, and they try to do it. And it turns out they're not as in sync of a team. I just wanted to, I was, I was going to. Man, I was I was so close to getting the screenshot of when the when uh the idiot what was it, Malik Blade? Remember when he did the tattoo and he tried to call out Ben Hameen on it on Twitter? No, that was Idris. Idris. I was gonna take that screenshot and be like how'd that how'd this work out for you, kid? You know? <laughs> like uh, I wanna do it. I wanna just drive it in there, but fuck him. This guy stink. They both stink. You guys Crazy. stink. Ray is Ray is also a salty ham because he got worked off that. He's, I did not get worked. Go. Got worked. It's working, okay. kid. Whatever. Um, but in fairness to what you said, I mean, it did get him all the way here to this backstage skit with uh, Tank and Hank. So fucking loses. All right, vet, let's try it. Ready? Favorite topping on a hot dog. One, two, three. Ketchup. ketchup. All right. Uh. Chocolate Heinz ketchup, by the way. Yes, in case anybody. All right, one more, one more, one more. Uh, um, uh, boobs, boobs or ass? One, two, three. Ass. ass. And you know we're wearing a black T-shirt, and we have very, very short hair, if not bald. It's like we're already a tag team. We didn't plan this out, ladies and gentlemen. We are our tag team name is Big Ray and the Vet. Yes. It's already built in. It's up there. All right. Let's challenge um let's challenge Hank and Tank and see. No, no, those guys up. Yeah, they're probably they're probably beat the shit out of us. All right. Noam Dar and Mello take a walk. Mm-hmm. And then Mackenzie gets a word with the diamond mine. She's like, I'm trying to get a word with the diamond mine. Hey, here's the diamond mine. Can I get a word? And they're like, uh yeah. And then as soon as they're about to say something, here comes the, the whole schism and then a bunch of security and they yell at each other and Mackenzie's like, oh, uh, back to you guys. How did she do? She's like, uh. I was trying to like, I don't know what I was doing there with the hands. With the I, hands. Think I was trying to signify like this side's yelling, this side's yelling. She's caught in the middle. Yeah. Uh. All right, the main event. Yeah. Noam so, Dar versus Carmelo Hayes. What are you about to say? Noam Dar is taller than Carmelo Hayes. Yes. What? I I huh? know that Noam Dar is criminally short. So that's not a good why does does it seem like Carmelo Hayes gets shorter before it's our normal. eyes week by week? Bro, it's I didn't used to think he was this short. It's incredible. Like I'm I'm like, oh my god, these guys are the same fucking size. Noam Dar looks to be a little taller. 
Now, my my critique of Noam Dar was that he's too small to be taken serious. But mm-hmm. fuck, you're going to put the world title on this fucking midget. Because going into this match, I'm like, Noam Dar, really? They're going to give him this guy a title shot? Please. He's tiny. Oh, shit. He looks like fucking, he looks like Kevin Nash. The how small is that referee? Quite small. So if Carmelo Hayes is a 5'7", what does he build at again? Oh. Probably like 5'10". I bet you anything, if you look him up on Wikipedia, it'll say 5'10". Alright, I gotta look. All right. So anyway, so break down this match. I'm gonna find the, their stats here. There's nothing really to break down. This match sucks. Uh, well, I mean, it didn't suck, but I just didn't care. because. Right. But North- Trick, Trick gets ejected. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down trick ejected why, and the reason I wrote why is not because I'm disputing the call or anything, but when I was trying to watch this match, my gimmick site refused to play this part. Mm. Like it would start buffering and loading on the part when trick was about to get ejected. And then, so I didn't see what, um, Oro Mensa did to get him ejected. Just got in his face. Nothing. That's it? Because he, he looked like he was on the ground. So did he do like an Eddie Guerrero? Like Yeah, he did like, you know, he went to go at him and he went, oh, and he went back. So he flopped. He, he flopped, flopped like LeBron. But then he got up and fucking this kid knocked him out. So that's okay. where the referee threw him out because he was the Oh, aggressor. so he did. So he did hit him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah, that part wouldn't show. And I even I even took the progress bar and slid it back to try to watch it again. And it would always get hung up in that same spot. So it's I never saw what happened. It's just telling you don't watch. It's trying to tell me, right? Well, yeah. I didn't listen. I, well, you should have. Uh, Dragon Lee came out. Nathan Frazier came out. They came to help because they're mad at Noam Dar still from the other day. Very upset. Um, Carmelo hits a nothing but net and... Uh, Puts Dar away, and uh, then Baron Corbin comes out. So another call down. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, dude. But I'll tell you what, Vet. I did promise the people watching live that we would show this. So for the people at home, Michael Jordan and his mom. I started to beat him convincingly. Equally deserving of the credit is someone who showed him how to put it through the hoop. Keep your eye on the realm and concentrate. Mostly <laughs> like, like that? No, like this. <laughs> like this. Like this. Like this, Michael. Watch this. And now I'll give it some razzadazzle. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> that was not your mom, Michael Jordan. Did you ever? You never seen that? That is great. If I did, it was so long ago. It probably was when it happened. Oh, when it happened? That I think we were both like maybe ten, if that. Well, I guess I didn't see it then. All right, Vet. So Baron Corbin gets called up. Down. Down. <laughs> called up. You hear me? Called down to NXT. Where he will reign as the NXT, the longest reigning NXT champion. No, he won't. He won't even beat Carmelo Hayes. Oh, he better be fucking Carmelo Hayes. He's not. That's why they bring these guys down to make them look like they're somebody. What happened? Who did Apollo Crews ever beat? Who? 
I don't fucking know, bro. Just can I? Let me hit this music. I'm just gonna get the fuck out of here. Just saying. I'm so angry. <laughs> it stinks, man. I don't have to tell you guys, man. Listen. I think I, I could say this every single week. You know, the only reason I watch this is to do the show with that. It's getting very difficult, guys. Um, you guys are here supporting us, and I love you for it. And that's all I got to say. Except the artist. He's constantly pushing back on everything we say. Yeah, well, that's what he does. And, and he'll do it tonight. Well, I don't like it. Well, speaking of tonight, before you put over your shit, I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. Um, hey, join us for the A show. It's me and April Hunter. Our top story is uh, fine for your online behavior. What? Yeah, vet. So apparently, um, the Biden administration is looking to implement this new gimmick where if you are acting inappropriately online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so on and so they will find you money. They will find you for online behavior. This is just the beginning. Again, join us at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. Well, not here, but, you know, wherever you watch the A show. And and just and really quickly, tomorrow I'm going to be doing my, my little 30-minute to an hour-long uh, A show extra. And it's going to be this. Yes, these people are teaching our kids. Uh, this is a young lady. She was a college professor here at Hunter College, and she... Uh, well, these kids had this like this table set up, you know, talking about pro-life and she turned the table over and got angry. And then when the New York Post reporters went to knock on her door to ask her, you know, hey, why did you do that? She pulled the fucking machete on the guy and then she uh, chased him outside. That's why she threw the hoodie on. And she chased him to the car with a fucking machete. Like you can see the fucking machete in her hands. So these are your teachers. Well, I know you were telling me that there's a lot of uh, foliage in New York. It's crazy. Let me just put this out there real quick. Before, let me stop the music. Anyway. That man has a broken arm. <laughs> Vet, where can they find you, brother? And and I really want you to like put me on maybe Sunday. Um, I go. I head over to my mother's house. I'm, pr- I'm there pretty early. I don't need your yeah. life story, kid. Well, uh, I need to know when I can only play between 9 and 3 p.m. Well, if you're going to be such a diva about it, I don't know if we can fit you in, but well, uh, maybe Tiffany easy. Stratton will pencil you in for a, a well, Aiden, Aiden can join you guys. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that would be regardless. If you want to see whatever shenanigans get up to, twitch.tv slash opinion haver, opinion haver on all your favorite social media platforms. And, um, you know, you can catch me on the uh, outside. Yeah, catch me outside. How about that? How about that? Uh, you can um, you can find me on the impact attack every Monday mm-hmm. at 630 p.m. Pacific, 930 p.m. Eastern. Uh, with Brandon, and we talk about Impact, and God, like Ray said, I ripped Impact this week. If you like people ripping Impact, this is the episode for you. Check it out at channelattitude.com. And then I went, I took that that anger, that hatred, and I directed it right into the Double or Nothing review from the PWC. 
with Jimmy T and Jeff Lippman. I crashed their show right in the middle, cut a promo on the Jade Cargill thing, cut more promos on AEW, and just generally, you know, brought the anger level up to about a 10. They were probably at about a four or a three. They're pretty mild-mannered for the most part. I respect that. Um, so you can catch me on the PWC sometimes. And you can check out Wrestling with Rip Rogers every Friday. They usually um, are on around noon Eastern, but whatever time. And they had Brad Maddox back for a live Q&A. So if you got a chance to check that out, you saw that. And uh, always got to check out Stevie Richards' brand new episode. The Big Fitness Show is now available. Yes. On YouTube and your podcast platform. So uh, got to check out Stevie Richards, man. Yeah, yeah. Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards. Fucking Stevie. BWO Stevie. He was the original dancing before Dan Heffern. The blue, yes. Dancing Dan Heffern. Oh, wait. Why did I say that like uh, Damon Kemp? Dancing Dan Heffron. <sighs> That's it for me, right? That's about it, bro. So uh, I guess, uh, you know, another week up, another week down. Uh, next week, it's going to be June. Oh, you might not like this. Uh, not the second week like of June. It. Well, second week of June. You, I don't know if you might want to just skip the week. Because it is my anniversary. It's my anniversary. So I don't know here. Scheduled holidays on our podcast. Look how Billy Ray just jumps in at the end. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. I keep forgetting. How's it going? Yo, 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 yo. Pop your 40s and where are your rollies? I don't remember. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your next level wrestling review. And again, if you want to join me in April Hunter later, head over to rumble.com backslash user backslash the A show. And also on YouTube, it's just type in the A show with April Hunter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. What? What is this now? Billy Ray Valentine just casually. Is he, he dropping WLR relaunch? Are you just gonna casually just drop that grenade here, and and just it just we're just gonna end the show? What is this, Ray? Do you have oh any inside God, information? What just happened? What do you mean? What happened? What are you blind? Jesus! WLR is coming back. Are we out of a job? Please let us be out of a job. <laughs> Please. The Wednesday. Wait, we record on Wednesdays. The, there's not room for two shows on Wednesday, Ray. We're going to have to. I think we're going to have to bow out. The Thursday locker room with me and the vet. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh, fuck. Please. Just like, just like, uh, what's the AEW champion? What's his name again? Maxwell Jacob Fried. Yeah, just put me out of my misery. Just take it. Somebody beat me for it. Beat me for this show. You look like you have type 3 diabetes. Fat fucks. Virgins. All right, guys, we're out of here. See you next week. Goodbye. Boobies.
knockers. And she showed me her boobies, and I liked them too. I'm hurt, and I'm old, and I'm fucking tired, and I work with fucking children.